Um, this might not go anywhere. I just wanted before we kick off, there's just this cold open of my mom's in town right now. Okay. And I forgot. So we had talked about in the beginning of uh, in the beginning of our podcast how my mom would ship out yeah. the VHSs to me. And she actually reminded me, and so it started out she would send me VHSs, but at that time she also bought this computer that like she was able to she was able to digitize the VHSs. So what she actually eventually did was she ripped the the episode <laughs> and she would send me like three or four episodes and she pulled the commercials out of them and sent me DVDs with menus and everything. Like oh it was a like whole God. experience. <laughs> And there was one time where she sent me an, a DVD and it was like in one of those AOL cases, you know, how you would get uh-huh, like yeah. all of the spam and I threw it in the trash and she was like, did you get my Buffy episodes? I was like, what? No. What? She was like, it was, <laughs> so I had to like go dig through my trash. To oh watch no. Buffy. That's hilarious. She, really, uh, she just reminded me of that. I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Um, but yeah, so that is that. Very funny. Love it. But I just wanted to get that done. And then, so now we will talk about. Buffy, I'll I'll start with the thing. Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I am Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we're going to geek out about Buffy. Today's episode is season two, episode 20. Uh, go fish. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just said it before you just I recorded. Said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot already. So, so close to the end of the season. So close. I keep getting excited. Like, oh, we're about to. Oh, no, we still got this. Yeah. This is this is another one of those where uh, it's just like the penultimate of season one, where it's just like, yeah. this came out of nowhere. <laughs> came out of nowhere, has nothing to do with the rest of the season. We never see any of these characters again. <laughs> no. At, at least the one thing that makes it different uh, is they do they have that scene with Angel, so it like keeps the big bad alive. Unlike the penultimate in season one, where it's like there's nothing in this related to anything else. Bitch, <laughs> gotta be talking about Buffy. How'd you know? Uh, she and I had this thing once. Biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, my condolences, dude. She's a real head tripper. Tell me about it. Girl acts like she's God's gift or something. Who is she, the chosen one? Exactly. You know, what she really needs is for someone to really knock her down off her notches. That'd be sweet. Anyone in mind? You're in luck, my friend. Just so happens, I'm recruiting. Yeah, sort of, except for also, I'm just sort of like... He's just an idiot again in this set. Like, he's just an asshole. He's, like, not doing anything, like, significant. And so it's really annoying. And he's going to kill this this swim dude, like, yeah. as to get to Buffy. And I'm like, oh, how is that part of your yeah. master plan? You I don't know. That's idiot. the thing is I'm just, like, in none of this, none of any of his, the things he does behind the scenes of his actual big plan makes sense and honest to god when we get into it next week even his regular master plan doesn't make a ton of sense it's very short-sighted he's just i'm a bad guy i'm gonna do bad things um this also is i think i i at least noticed it the most here where cordelia is fully a scooby in this episode oh yeah 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 um and not not there's no like mentioned from her of like not wanting to do it like she right. is 
fully in and she's like laughing with willow in the beginning like she is a part of the team and i fucking yeah. love it well she's fully dating xander also right. she and willow seem to have made some slight peace about that and also you always kind of she was always gonna mostly get along with buffy because they're both like pretty and you know buffy used to be popular and so like they they ha they vibe on the same level but it is nice that she's just there and like she's even drawing like a crime scene sketch for xander about like right. what the monster looked like later and she's like <laughs> i am doing my best and downward like this with more teeth i'm doing the best i can yeah <laughs> it's really great i i love everything cordelia um and then we cut, we come from Cordelia and Willow to Buffy lamenting, facing the ocean about yeah. being sad about Angel and everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, but what's funny is, so she's like looking, <laughs> she's looking out in the ocean and then Cameron Walker comes up to her and Woof. he, so there's a couple things about Cameron for me. One is, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds weird because he's such a like two scene character, but there's Two things that always stand out to yeah. me. One is uh, he says, So, Cameron Walker, you just won the state semifinals. What are you going to do next? I'm going to hang out with Buffy Summers. And it makes it sound as if they have a rapport of like which they know we've each never other. seen. Right. 100%. Like he's, he's, and someone else mentions Buffy and they're like, that girl is just so weird, which I love and wish there was more of like yeah. seeing the outer world's perspective of Buffy, which you get a, a little bit later. But I like, think it's I'd... actually Wentworth Miller that says that, that yeah. says she's so weird. Yeah. And so you get, it, it, it's a little annoying where he's just like, I just want to hang out with Buffy Summers. I'm like, you guys, we've never seen you before. Yeah, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> and then to that feeds into my other, not necessarily issue with Cameron Walker. Okay. Well, first of all, trigger warning in this episode, because yeah, we'll talk lot. about sexual assault. Um, but... So he goes, I always remember, I like forget in the moment. And then I also remember that who he is, because mm -hmm. he's, he says this really sweet thing where he's like, I just want to hang out with you. Like, and it seems genuine. The, the delivery is genuine. For sure. You're like, oh, like I, 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 when I see the scene, I'm like, why did, why do I always forget that there was like this really nice guy who just wanted to be friends with her? And like <laughs> and literally his next scene, right? immediately rapey. <laughs> the, the switch yeah. in the scene is so drastic and the cojones to yeah. do it in a high school parking lot. I just want you to be comfortable. I'm comfy. I'm so comfy I'm nodding off actually, which is why. Are you wearing a bra? What? Come on. I mean, tell me you haven't been thinking about this ever since last night. What I'm thinking about is that I should probably get out of this car. Relax. I'm not going to hurt you. Oh, it's not me I'm worried about. You like it rough. Ow! 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 Oh, you broke my nose! Well, because even, even before that, he's boring her to tears mm. talking about like swimming and the woman who swam the English channel and all this. And she's like, Oh God. And then yeah. he finally, he, and he, you're right. He does switch on a dime because he's doing all of that. And then he literally just looks at her and goes, are you wearing a bra? <laughs> it's so weird. And you're like, pardon. And she pulls it off too. And she's like, yeah. I'm sorry. What? She's like, what? Like she's not even offended at first. She's yeah. just so confused. She's like, what the hell? And then it's I always loved that. She, fucking 
taught him a lesson. Face right into the steering wheel. Amazing. It's, it's so great. Because he's he's basically like, oh, you like it rough. I'm like, what is your plan here? Yeah. You are in front of school. Like, people are walking by your car. Also, you it's like, weirdo. like early morning. Like, school yeah. hasn't started yet. It's it's fully broad daylight outside. He's also 17. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's funny because they pull up in the car and I'm just like, oh, right. He's that guy. Also, yeah. Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar does such a great nuanced performance in him talking because she does all that body language of just like barely mm -hmm. hanging on within an inch of caring. Like, just yeah. shut up and stop talking. It's so perfect. It's amazing. Um, I've always loved that. I mean, despite the turn it takes, I've always loved that scene because it's just another like tick in the box of... Buffy being able to totally take care of herself. Yeah. Like she's, she's fine. Like this yeah. is, this is like well-worn territory for her. She knows how to get rid of dudes who are like pushing too far. Yeah. And you, and you don't feel nervous <clears throat> for her. You're just no. like, Oh, that's one of the great things is like whenever you, at least humans do stuff, you're just like, oh, you are nothing. <laughs> you're in over your head for yeah. sure. <laughs> I can't wait to watch you get pummeled. Um, but then so enters Principal Snyder, which is another issue I have with this episode. <laughs> there's, there's layers to my issues oh, yeah. with this episode. Um, it's not uh, the best one. I would say it's, it, not. it's not it's not the worst one of its kind. Like we've mentioned before, the worst one is definitely when Willow falls in love with the robot. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's not as good as one like Ted. Right. That's like not related to anything at all but it still works for like an emotional beat. Cause like this doesn't really have an emotional beat. No, because we don't all. care about any of these dudes and I spoiler alert. None of them make it out alive. So, yeah, I, cause I feel like they could have done it with Wentworth Miller. Like yeah. he was the one where she witnessed him transform, but they made him a dick too. And I was like, well, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, this effect is cool, but like I, it would have been neat to have like an emotional connection with him. Yeah. You know who I felt bad for nurse Greenlee. Conchata Farrell. I felt bad for her. Yeah, when she gets thrown in. That was but awful. But that's like the midway point of the episode. And so then you're just like, well, all right. Speaking of which, to anybody who thinks we're speaking gibberish and hasn't been following along with us, this is the episode where ah, yes. the swim team uh, turns into sea creatures. Uh, and the, the Scoobies have to figure out why. Um, so Principal Snyder comes up. And so the the issue I have is we've kind of established that Principal Snyder is can't remember what episode it was. What was it where they revealed that he knows about the Hellmouth? Oh yeah, it was just a couple episodes ago actually. Um Yeah, where the police chief was like, if you want us to put someone else in place, yeah. we can. But basically they they established like Oh, his... um I only have eyes for you, wasn't it? That's right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. The last episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, been two weeks since we talked about it. <laughs> People were like, what? You just talked about this. Um, so in that episode, uh, it's basically revealed that Principal Snyder was put in his position to calm the fears if anything popped up about the Hellmouth. He's yeah. not, and, and he's also established by himself that he doesn't care about students or education or anything, right? Yeah. So he's, mm -hmm. he's just a person in place by the mayor to control the outpouring of knowledge um, of the Hellmouth. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this episode, he's very into the sports team winning. 
which is confusing to me. Because he, he'll so, do things like the, the Halloween stuff and all, like, yeah. but that all feels like the mandatory, like, following protocol to, like, make the school run or whatever. But, like, yeah. him giving a shit about the sports team winning seems weird to me. I understand there's a problem with Gage Patronzi. Oh, good, then you know. Well, yeah. Besides the behavior problem, he won't do homework, and his test scores are... Well, actually, he doesn't have any test scores because he never shows up when we... I'm not interested in any of that. I'm interested in why, when this school is on the brink of winning its first state championship in 15 years, you slap a crucial member of that team with a failing mark that would force his removal. Is that how you show your school spirit? It's probably money-based. I mean, they don't ever make a point of it, but I would have to assume it's money-based. Like, the school gets more money if they have, like, a winning sports team. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's just a plot hole. Because you're right, yeah. he doesn't care at all. I mean, unless it's just to, like, keep his job. But right, even like then... they would replace him. But yeah, but the mayor placed him. He's not going to replace him with someone else just because of sports. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that, that I don't know, that always rubbed me the wrong way. But I, also, the, in, in regards to Principal Snyder, him talking to Willow is a pretty, like, until he turns into an asshole, like, telling her to give the yeah. kid an A... It's a pretty respectable conversation. It is, yeah. And you're, I, and I like that depth that they almost give Principal Snyder. Yeah, and I was sure. like, oh, never mind. <laughs> He's still an asshole. Never mind. Because it would be cool if like he was nice to Willow because she's you know teaching and he sees her as a valued asset. And then like there is that turmoil of like well he's mean to Buffy but he's nice to me and that would be yeah. interesting to watch. But they never go down that path. Yeah. This whole podcast is us just going like, it's great. I just wish they would have done this. <laughs> it's great, but I have one fatal problem. <laughs> yes, I wish they would have altered this character completely. Um, well, he's just such a cartoonish villain, but like not all the time. Like he's he's sometimes a really cartoonish villain. And then sometimes he does get moments of nuance, like that moment with Willow but it never goes far enough to be satisfying in a yeah. character way. And so I think that's what the that's what the issue is, is that y you're seeing glimpses of what could have been that I think are only because of the actor playing the part. It's like right. it, there was no thought put into those moments of nuance. I think Armin Shimmerman did that. Yeah, like he like, put something into exactly. it. Exactly. So that's kind of the thing where it's like, this show also attracted really, really good actors. And so I think, and then it, it didn't always necessarily utilize them to their best ability. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting too, because uh, a lot of this show is campy um, and it's charming because of its campiness. And, and you could argue that him being a one note villain is camp. But I feel like doing it today, even with camp, like even if they still kept the same spirit, they had campiness and everything, they still would give the Principal Snyder character some kind of nuance. Yeah. Like like nowadays, people don't just do that one note. In good shows, at least. They don't just do that one yeah. note bad guy. Although I would say that like on the flip side of that, what... <laughs> like, could could you honestly say if you were watching this show and we had to waste time 
on the nuance of a Principal Snyder character, I think I would honestly get pissed. I would be like, this is not the part I'm paying for. Like, this isn't it for me. I don't want this. Yeah, well, you know I what I mean? Where it's like, it's very easy to talk in hindsight. We're like, yeah. man, I wish Principal Snyder had gotten a little more nuance, but I can't actually imagine stomaching watching the nuance of Principal Snyder. Yeah, well, and I don't, to clarify, I don't necessarily think that principal snyder needs scene work and like needs to we need to watch him kind of like come into anything it's literally just in reactions to people i'd like like for instance another example um to tank my own theory is uh dolores umbridge in harry potter is Mm -hmm. a modern version of principal snyder where she's one note she is just horrible there's no good there's nothing redeemable about her at all and i dislike that character as uh, as like obviously I disliked it like everybody disliked her but I also just disliked that mechanic in the movie I mm. still wanted something from her sure to like make her human because I'm like there are like people who are horrible they still have an inch somewhere that has good in them and well that's love the thing about that. that's the thing about Dolores Umbridge is that and which is not the same about Principal Snyder is that she is like 100% lawful evil there right. is no there is no wiggle room. There's not that extra inch for her to go. If it is not to the letter of the law and not the spirit of the law, the letter, the of, letter the law, of the law, she will not it will not pass. And so yeah. that's the thing where it's like she's a fascinating character because there isn't that wiggle room. And I think on the opposite end of that, Principal Snyder is an, is a fascinating character because there is that little bit of wiggle room. He's just become a hardened person. True. Like we we are able in season three to see what he might have been like before the world essentially took a dump on him. And so there is there are moments where you do get a little bit more from him, but he is just so cartoony the whole time that it's sort yeah. of like, well, I guess like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's very that's fair. That's true. Um there's not a lot in this episode. No. Two like different fair. swim team boys try to make it with Buffy and both of them turn into fish monsters. Yeah. Jonathan I, I, Jonathan's in this episode. That's fun. Yeah. She saves him in the beginning and he's all, "Fuck you. Yeah. I don't need your help." And I'm like, yeah. "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's the same reason why Xander was pissed at her that one time for like like dinging his manliness in front of yeah. all the other boys at school. Yeah. And then he ends up peeing in the pool, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, okay. I did. So, you delved into the black arts and conjured up a hell beast from the ocean's depths to wreak your vengeance. Didn't you? What? No. I snuck in yesterday and peed in the pool. Ew. Oh, that was the one thing I wanted to say. This is the introduction and final curtain call for Hot Xander. Oh, (laughs) this is the end. (laughs) It only happens in this episode. He's never hot again. I have a lot of issues with that. Wait, wait. Most specifically, what? Oh, no, go ahead. Wait, what, though? Uh, But doesn't he, isn't he hot in like season four or five when he's like the construction worker? Okay, for like, I don't know, maybe one <laughs> one more episode, they like baby oiled his his pasty white biceps. But like, this was like peak. 
this is hot Xander. And I have issues with that, not because I want to ogle Nicholas Brendan, but because the reason he doesn't stay fit is because Joss Whedon told him to stop working out because Xander wouldn't work out. And I don't like that because I don't think that's true, especially after he got the construction job. And also, I don't think it helped Nicholas Brendan's problems. No. In real life, which are continuing and ongoing, and they make my heart hurt every time I read another headline. And I think that's sort of, that was like the beginning of the end. So he doesn't get like, and he never gets like fat, but he also, you can tell when Nicholas Brendan stopped working out. Oh, for sure. Later. It's like post season four. And that just hurts my feelings. So I like to say every time I watch this episode, a hello and a goodbye <laughs> to hot Xander. <laughs> when because he walks he does out in his Speedo. <laughs> very good in that Speedo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I love Cordelia's beside herself. She's like, oh my oh God, my yeah. God. <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? I'm undercover. You're not under much. Get out of here before someone sees you impersonating a member of the swim team. I don't do impersonations. I tried out for the team last night. I made it. Really? Yeah, I figure I could keep an eye engaged on the others when Buffy can't. When you're nude? I meant to say changing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. There's a lot of that's, little funny little yeah, moments like a, that in this episode. That's a hilarious moment. Um, also, side note, so when they're trying to figure this out... Um, they're talking in Miss Calendar's room, and literally every time they're in Miss Calendar's class, in any scene, no matter what, I have the hardest time concentrating. Or at least when I first watched the show, I had the hardest mm. time concentrating because I was thinking about the yellow disc. The yellow disc is in there. Like, I know where it is. Ever, and then every time that I rewatch it, I'm having trouble concentrating because I forget that it's in Becoming that we find out about. Yeah. It. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, this is where they find it. Oh, this is where they find it. Yeah. Oh, just... It takes so long for them to find it. Like, yeah. like so long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the weirdest way. We'll get into yeah. it, but it's so fucking weird. I mean, I kind of like it. It's fine. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. The Whoa, I had deja vu. I don't well, know. <laughs> oh, I guess it was deja vu. For some reason, I thought she had a dream. No, no. I thought it was one of her premonition dreams. Okay. No, we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. It's something. It's the pencil rolling down the table. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffy confronts the coach we find out that the coach basically yeah. is doping the students and that's what's turning them into sea creatures and Buffy asks him Buffy basically demands an answer and scares him <laughs> and his line tell me what's in the steam after the fall of the Soviet Union documents came into light oh my Makes god yes <laughs> makes me crack up every time i literally go like what <laughs> oh my god okay thank you so much i wish that buffy i wish they had directed her to have like a more confused look on her face when he says that because literally it's like the last thing you would expect him right. to say especially because he go he like he like answers immediately there's no hemming and hawing she's like what are you dosing them with and he just like gets this stupid smile on his face and goes after the fall of the soviet <laughs> union and it's like boing <laughs> like what 
Especially on the show where like the Hellmouth makes everything amplified. It could have just been like I gave them steroids and for some yeah. reason they turned into sea creatures because of the air yeah, or something. A hundred percent. But after the fall of Sobe, it's the funniest shit. I don't and it they it's, play it yeah. so serious. Like it wasn't played for a joke. Yeah, so serious. Buffy doesn't question it. No, no. nobody questions it. It's just it's so funny. <laughs> I can't so I cannot believe how funny it is. And you know, I don't think I have never sort of kept that line in my mind as something funny that happens. I like don't, I never remembered it in between viewings, but this time I was watching it and I was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> the same. Soviet Union. Absolute same. I was it's just like, just what? ridiculous. <laughs> it's so, so stupid. <clears throat> um, Oh yeah. So he, I think he chucks uh, Buffy into the thing. Yeah, well, well it's really, it's even even grosser if we're yeah, going to talk about sexual yeah. assault again, because yeah. he gives them the nurse, um, who, by the way, whose entire body floats by, and she's like, you're just going to feed me to them? And he goes, oh, they've already eaten. And I was like, what have they eaten? That's her entire body. <laughs> they right. haven't eaten they, anything. They literally look, took like two two or three bites out of her body. Yeah. You just see these little blood hole, which I yeah. also, to be fair, is the WB. So they couldn't have like sure, a sure. mutilated carcass floating of by. Of course, of course. <laughs> but like so, piranhas stripped the flesh off bones. They could have yeah. just been bones floating through. Yeah, it could have just been her skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. He says, no, they've already eaten, but boys have other needs. And it's, it's just like, so gross. So, so gross. she like, plus, I have to say here on air for people to hear me, because I've definitely already said it on my own podcast, but they're not as hot as the Shape of Water fish man. So <laughs> you couldn't even like make that work. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> Not like with the shape of water fish man. <laughs> I could make that work. Who doesn't want the shape of water fish man? He's so appealing. <laughs> Fill the bathroom up with water. You're good to go. That movie's um, amazing. Uh, but yeah, so he, he chucks her in there with a gross line, gross intent. And then we cut to Cordelia and Xander and, <laughs> and he basically like checks the locker room and she thinks Xander has turned like a sea creature jumps in the water and she thinks it's Xander and it's so sweet it's so Her, cute she has this whole speech it's me Cordelia I know you can't answer me but god this is all my fault you joined the swim team to impress me you were so courageous and you looked really hot in those Speedos. <laughs> and I want you to know that I still care about you, no matter what you look like. And and we can still date. Or, or not. I mean, I understand if you want to see other fish. I'll do everything I can to make your quality of life better. Whether that means little bath toys or whatever. That's not me. It's like hilarious, adorable, and sweet. And it's just yeah. like perfect Cordelia. I love it so much. And then I do love that she's still sort of in the midst of it when you just see Xander's legs walk up next to her. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey, that's, that's not, not me, me in the pool. <laughs> it's very good. It's so good. Um, oh, and so here's a huge plot hole. And I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's, um, what's the word? A deleted scene. Because Xander confronts the coach. Buffy's in the bottom, 
Buffy's in the thing fighting them off, and then Xander confronts the coach up top, and he's like, where's Buffy? And he's like, I don't have to tell you anything. And they pan to a gun, and then we cut to Buffy fighting the sea creatures, and then we cut to Xander just coming down to help Buffy, and we don't see the coach. And I'm like, what the... Is he just helping him? He pulls her up. Like, it takes like 40 seconds for him to pull her all the way up. <laughs> yeah. And then as he's pulling her up, the coach just like crawls by Xander and then grabs something and knocks him in the head. And then he falls in. Like, what was the in-between? How did, <laughs> like, they didn't show Xander disposing of him. Yeah. Sh- like, it was, I, for some reason I was watching it and I was just like, wait a minute. Because I was watching it while uh, working on something. I was sure. just like, did I miss that? And I rewound it. I was like, no, they literally just, cut away and like had us assume something happened it's yeah weird. i don't know also it, this was the moment that i realized despite what we say in like what is it the, ep- the episode angel in season one um there are actually like a ton of guns on this show i just forgot about all of them <laughs> <laughs> this is like the fifth gun and i said there were like five total yeah and no there are They're way more than five total <laughs> Although this one didn't have weight because we didn't see it used. Sure. Because I think it was a tranquilizer gun. It was just for, like, threatening. Yeah. Regardless. But, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's only five times. And they're like, actually, it's every episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I, like, had 100% forgotten how many guns there actually were. And there's definitely guns in the next two episodes. (laughs) Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess, you know, I mean, those, to me, those carry a different kind of weight. Well, they carry a different kind of weight now, but because they're, the cops have guns. Yeah. That's different than when the guns are being used to threaten our heroes. Yeah, I mean. To me, that's different. We'll get into it when yeah. we talk cover those, but they definitely, the, the one the one with that pops up in frame always felt sure. so fucking heavy to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, and that, that's it. At the end of this episode, they, they just, they're like, yeah, the, the sea creatures aren't there anymore. They went home. And I'm like, that's concerning. Yeah. These are, <laughs> Introducing these are, a whole yeah. new thing into the ecosystem. Yeah. Man eating sea creatures. And you're like, yeah, they're just going home. I don't think we'll ever see them again. I'm like, you have no basis in that. Yeah, you have no, like, there's no proof there's no that you'll never see them that. again. Yes. They're going to go wreak havoc and like mate and make new ones. And ugh. ugh. It's another one of those, those unfinished storylines. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, that's this whole episode. This was a short one we knew this was going to be a short one. Cause yeah, it's there's not, not a, not there's much. not a ton to it. And also there's so much to the next two. Yeah. The next two, I am so excited to talk about. Me too. It's so good. Um, all right. We are we are gonna release them separately though, right? Yeah, yeah. They'll yeah, be okay. part one and part two. Otherwise, people have to sit down for like four hours. Four total hours. Four It'll be as long as your hours. Justice League episode. That's right. <laughs> but better. But better, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not Justice League. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carly. And I am with my other podcast at So I'm Watching, or you can also follow my personal account at FiddleDD85. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.